don't even know if I remember how to do like our intro, but we do that at the end. That yeah, don't worry about it. All right. Uh, I don't remember what number this is. I don't know either. Maybe we should do the intro at the same time. Hi. You're, You're listening, listening to, to Strumpet Radio, Radio Hour. Hour. Podcast for Strumpet Trollops and Hearts Worldwide. Whoa. I'm Bean. And I'm Susie. Bean kind of kind of stole. You're being that too fucking slow. Okay, Bean. I hate you. You're always slow I, in personality. <laughs> In mental right. capacity. I hate you. And I need you to stop being so cruel to me. In. On air. Ability to keep up with me intellectually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it said the girl that took shrooms at <laughs> one in the morning. Like, yeah, Bean. That's why I'm such a. I have a hard time keeping up with you intellectually. <laughs> You're sitting there completely sleep deprived. So oh. Tired. <laughs> I'm so tired, you guys. Guys, I've been thinking about it. Hot pockets are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> My trip really informed me <laughs> that the ham and cheese flavor is the best. So, <laughs> uh, okay. Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> if you hear screaming in the background, don't worry. That is simply somebody getting stabbed it's outside a bean store. Just Seattle, baby. It's just normal. We've accepted it as normal. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, welcome back, everybody. Welcome to what Susie has dubbed season, season four. four. <laughs> <laughs> there were no clear seasons before, but now it's we get a little break. Four. Yeah, this is season four. We're picking up right at the. How good long has part. it been? I haven't checked. Was the last one Halloween that was posted? No, I think the last one that we posted was Valentine's Day. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember, like, we did one after Valentine's Day, and then I was, like, working on it, and then all this work stuff happened, and we just never picked it up again. Yeah, it was, I mean, like, you, I'm sure we'll get into it, but you were teaching full-time, and I was in school and working, and... A recipe for disaster. God, yeah. (laughs) Such a weird time, too. Now that I'm reflecting on it, it's like... (laughs) (laughs) I was just talking to Mac about this before we started recording because he's doing grad school and I'm like interested in grad school and I'm like but I don't even know if I like being in school and he's like yeah (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) yep (laughs) that's the (laughs) academic experience yeah I mean it's it's a weird thing I remember like graduating and being like Mm -hmm. I never want to do that again um because truly it was a horrid a horrid experience with some good things sprinkled in there yeah the outcome is good i think that the day-to-day is where it really just mind-numbingly awful yeah because i met a lot of great people and i did a lot of great things and learned a few facts a few fun facts facts. but like yeah the day-to-day is so uninspiring (laughs) yeah yeah and like i think it just it's a recipe for like losing passion for the thing that you're learning You're telling me. <laughs> and I lost passion pretty much the quarter before I started a year-long internship ah, that would have yes. made it very difficult to change my major. Yes. I mean, like, no regrets or anything, but wow. But yeah, it's, like, yeah. bad time. Bad not, time. Not a, not a good time to be podcasting. 
Yes, exactly. Like, just there, well, there's no time to for creative activities. It's like, I don't know. And this is my experience as a full-time student. And this is my experience as somebody working a full-time job that, like, you don't love. It's like... Mm-hmm. Do you want to pause for the Oh, siren? yeah. Pause for siren. I'm sorry to interrupt you. God. Arsonist. Stop it, you know? It's the worst. You guys, <laughs> you just make every situation worse. Unless it's a fire truck, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it might have been an ambulance. Oh, okay. Yeah, I That's most up being that you denied someone health care. Let him go. <laughs> just let him die. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you interrupt our podcast to save a life. This is, this is highbrow stuff. So. So, so you're talking about full-time... Oh, uh, yeah, just talking about how, like... When you're in something so intense, like something that demands so much of your time and attention that you don't Mm -hmm. care for, Mm -hmm. all your free time is like, like you don't, I don't know, at least for me, I don't feel like I can be creative with it because I feel like I have to use it for like rest and recuperating. Oh my God, so real. Yeah. So then it's like, I'm like, well, I'm not going to like sit down and work on my podcast for two hours because like this is a rare two hours that I have to myself. So I'm going to like sit here and like zone out and like Mm -hmm. read some shit or like watch tv and just not care about anything and it's like a recipe for being sad and uninspired so yeah i think that's my goal going into a career which i'm assuming i'll eventually do mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like big goals <laughs> <laughs> big goals no plan yeah eventually i'd like to learn how to just compartmentalize like i don't even remember what i did at work today <laughs> i don't even care like, oh my god now i'm home and i'm fully charged you should become a cop because they're really good at Ooh, that depersonalization. They're like, i killed three kids today i'm gonna come home how are you honey <laughs> as if as if they don't take that shit home we've seen this that's true we know we know what they're doing we know we see you baby 40 percent <laughs> i've heard that statistic is a little wobbly but i'm gonna take it to heart anyways yeah no a job where you can't just go home and like just not think about yeah. it because it's actually not that important like it's and not even that it's not that important but like you really should never have to go home and be like i still gotta work because never of this thing never you know? that should end in college yeah. And arguably maybe shouldn't even be a part of college. Yeah, it definitely shouldn't. <laughs> Not to the same degree that it is. Like, this idea that it's just expected that you always have homework mm. is kind of gnarly to me. Right? Like... Like, it's not like you should never do work at home, but, like, every single week you need to be doing a thing. Like, what? Right. And, like, like always. All the time. Always. Like, especially grad students, too, is, like, such an extreme degree where they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I gotta read six books this week. I don't have any time. And it's you like, don't retain anything. I did so many readings. Right? Oh, God. Okay, yeah. So I don't want to vent about school this whole episode, but it's on my this mind. This is on our minds. And just give me, like, six months and be like, just applied to grad school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm going to compartmentalize <laughs> so well. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep doing these things, you guys. It's not... No sign of stopping <laughs> well, anything it's gotten worse since the break nobody tell me though don't tell me though <laughs> do not tell me uh well even then though like i think that what's really necessary is like at least somewhat of like a cutoff between undergrad to grad because mm-hmm. i just i really feel like that is such an important time to like reset like yeah. reset back in real life and re- remember like what there is outside of academics yes. simply because there's a big world out there that isn't academics, but then there's a big world that is academics. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, really important to understand, like, 
how you want to fit into that i guess mm-hmm. rather than just like being in an academic environment that's like you should go do more of this and you're like okay i guess okay because every professor is like this is what i did <laughs> yes grad school yes and they want you they want you to do it or they're cool and they're like don't do that yeah don't do and you're like because i had a lot of professors that told me that they were like actually if you can avoid that and i said Damn. queen queen i'll do it for you yeah we'll see what happens I'm um, at the mercy of the winds and oceans right now. Okay. Okay. I'm a, that's not even worth explaining, but I'm going to explain it. Okay. When I was a kid, I used to play Legos with my friends. And you know when you're a kid and you make someone laugh? And then it's part of learning to be funny. You say that thing 40 more times. Of course. Um, so something I said while we were playing Legos is my character had a little boat. And my friend was like, where are you going? And I said, wherever the winds and oceans take me. And they laughed at that. And then, of course, I, like, you just kept, kept saying that. And weirdly enough, it stuck with me. I said, wherever the winds and oceans take me. Baby. So that's your motto. I guess my mantra. It doesn't mean anything. It just means I don't have a plan. But Yeah, it means you're subject to a lot of peer pressure. <laughs> so Subject to a lot of impulsive bad decisions and you're like no that's just my mantra that's just my mantra like why did you shoot that guy (laughs) that's what the winds and oceans told me to do the gun ended up in my hands the wind blew it in the the ocean pulled the trigger (laughs) and that's how you got sent to jail yeah but you know what you'd like that probably because then you wouldn't have to make any choices it would all be laid out for you that's nice yeah plus i already love sudoku you so yourself <laughs> doing Sudoku. I'm like, hell yeah, you guys. All day long. Thank God. Free food, free health care, Sudoku. That's so true. Let's go. Free jumpsuit. Free free jumpsuit. jumpsuit. I love jumpsuits. <laughs> you love jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Tired this... of paying for jumpsuits. I'm going to go shoot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Simple solutions. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, no, that's a good recap, though, um, yeah. of what's going on. Uh, yeah, I had a job as a teacher, which I talked very briefly about, mm-hmm. um, because I was just starting, and I was still... Optimistic. Optimistic, exactly. Um, but, you know, when things are too good to be true, it's because they are. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw it out there, it's because they are. Especially in, like, our world. Like, if your job seems too good to be true, it's because it is. Something's bad. Something bad's going on. Or you just haven't fully realized what the job is. And, um, and that's what this case, that's what the case of this job was. Because they had a really good salary, healthcare, great benefits. And they hired me, like, no experience or, like, very little experience. And I said, this is awesome. What's the catch? And they said, what catch, you goofball? There's no catch." catch. And then... Uh, cut to, you know, them deciding we're going to reopen for the last month of school. And I said, okay, I guess I can do that. And they didn't really get, they pretended like I had a choice. I never had a choice. <laughs> they always do that. They, yeah, yeah the they, they knew they were going to make me do it. But, um, uh-huh. so I go in and I'm like, all right, I'm going to teach kindergartners in person because I'm the only STEM teacher. And I guess I got to do that. And then they're like, yeah, so you're going to teach three different classes of kindergartners also, you're going to teach the online class, too. And I was like, okay, so, like, I'm I'm supposed to make two two different, like, like lesson plans for online and, like, in person. And they're like, no, just use the same one, you goofball. And then all that resulted Pardon? in was that, what? Pa- the same one for in person and online? Yes. Oh. 
which nobody fucking knows what that means because Great pedagogy. the poor online students didn't learn a thing in that last month. I didn't learn a thing and I'm a fully functioning adult and not a kindergarten. <laughs> exactly. A oh my God. It was just <laughs> so bad. It was so bad. And like, I mean, I, I, I could go into this like way too much. Of so course. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get this deep because okay. it's not that interesting. But like, basically they just had this like absurd expectation for all their teachers, which again is this kind of the culture of the school i was working at mm -hmm. and then it just hit me more and more that like the people i was working with as great as they were had definitely internalized that culture and like we're just kind of feeding into it with like people need to stop doing that i'm oh, so tired of working jobs where we're neglected and then all my coworkers are like haha yeah you literally <laughs> it's so fucked up like it actually so is fuck. because on like multiple occasions i was like guys you know that how they're expecting this unattainable amount of work from us yeah if we just don't do it they can't fire all of us <laughs> and i like literally kept saying that and they're like uh, the union speak susan i i know it's literally union talk it's so fucking obvious though it's like there are like four school leaders and like 50 teachers yeah. we can do this and yeah. they're like uh -huh. and i'm like no what are the only person that's like like suffering from like this i mean i mean like we're all suffering but like the students are suffering the most from the neglect of like like national leadership and mm -hmm. so like obviously we should just do things that make our lives better so then our students lives are better but anyways <laughs> these bozos wouldn't hear Radical. that um so i just decided to quit and then i um just turned in my official resignation like yesterday mm -hmm. and then they had me do like an online exit interview and i just kind of like laid into them i was oh, like doing that. <laughs> it was great too because at the ending it's like would you recommend this school to somebody else and i said no nope. <laughs> and i was like <laughs> suck my dick <laughs> that was your mic drop was checking the little no box yeah the little no because like it's completely true but anyways obviously like a job like that's gonna suck your soul away and you have no time to do things that you yeah. so that's why i wasn't podcasting with bean and yeah. um yeah and I, I already went over mine so there you have it <laughs> you have it guys uh, welcome to season four welcome to season four and how many hours a week do you think you were working because you had to work at home like, right so that was home. that was the fun thing yeah. was it first of all it started as like virtual or um remote there we go that's yeah. the word and so it was always blurry as to like when yeah. work started when work ended but I, I would pretty consistently be working like 7 a.m to 4 p.m like okay. pretty consistently throughout and then on top of that there was always something extra i had to do when i got home always yep, yep. yep. i know so that's more than full-time yes so plus plus when you're a teacher parents are always going to reach out to you at weird times so, so it's you're like, con you're like on call you basically yeah i know it's a shame too because i feel like i wouldn't hate being a teacher but there's just no way yeah i could sign up for that lifestyle exactly yeah why are like part-time teachers a thing like that would make you so much a sense substitute teacher yeah but honestly a substitute teacher sounds rough because you don't get to like build rapport no you show up yeah and a lot of kids are like mean. extra mean to yeah. subs yeah yeah no damn teaching ain't for me so it's time for another career change all right you know what i'm feeling the career change wins as well wins and perfect so stay tuned everybody stay tuned Will for we the be careers. able to actualize <laughs> our goals yeah i guess <sighs> there's another big change oh <laughs> not a drummer <laughs> i didn't want to bang on the table <laughs> uh susie is in a committed relationship that's not new yeah we and all i am that. not 
Oh, what? Yeah. Woo, ding, 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 woo. <laughs> That's the drum. That's the little drummer boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, that was... <laughs> That's stupid. Um... Do you want to elaborate anymore? Is that it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's like interesting. I mean, I feel like you should at least that. update because that I feel like that was a big part of you was like yeah. you're in this committed long term relationship. It's true. It was. It was a deep. So now it's not part of you. And now I'm newly single. Let's see how long has it been. Um, I think it's been a month. It's wow. Been like pretty much exactly one month. So. Hear that? Bean yeah. is single. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I do not need any more people to be infatuated with. Please don't contact me. <laughs> Please leave me alone. <laughs> um, I need to grow I as a person. Just need to learn to be alone. That's. I will say that is a good thing to learn. It is. Yeah, I was like seventeen when I started the relationship. Now I'm twenty three, single for the first time, pretty right. much in my life. Like, yeah, I was a single sixteen year old. Yeah. But like, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty pretty common yeah yeah as a as a mature adult you are now single yes like i have a job and an apartment and live alone it's what a hard concept. i'll be honest yeah it's not easy no yeah so it sucks at times it does suck at times um i think that i want to believe the worst is either I'm about to be in the worst or it's already behind me. So, yeah, looking up. I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess I'm not funny about it yet. I don't have like funny. I mean, it's under. It's yet. been literally one month, yeah. and you dated or you were together for six years. So yeah, and it was amic. I mean, it was a pretty amicable breakup overall, yeah. but like still sad. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm sad. You're sad about. It? I had a lot of people. Who were like, oh my god, like, you guys were basically the couple I looked to. Is like, oh yeah, love, like, committed right. relationships work. Right. And now I don't know what to believe. Now I'm it's like, like, oh Jesus. I'm like, no, it's like, it, it is good. Like, it was good. It's there. Like, I... It just, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, like, I thought I was ready for a relationship that committed, and I was not. Yeah, that's understandable. So, don't give up on love, you guys. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that's good. I like that. Wait, I feel like, I, fuck, I had like a thought that it was going to like, oh, I, I think, well, one thought I had is interesting is I also feel like part of the reason that the shift happened is maybe because your brain is developing more and yeah. like you're starting to like understand these like concepts, maybe like more to like the extent that they are, yeah. because that is a really big commitment to make based mm-hmm. off of a decision you made when you're 17. Yeah. So it's like. Makes sense that you'd be like, I need to move away from that. Yeah, it's like, compared to me at 17, even compared to me at just like 21, like, the fact that I still have a lot of life to live is a lot more tangible for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about being like a teenager and young, but it just feels like there's (laughs) no future. I guess it's your frontal lobe. Yeah, whatever that lobe. That stupid little lobe. lobe. Yeah, so it's just like, okay, I need to like, live me and not like try to kind of conform all of my plans around another person at this age yeah yeah and i'm definitely starting to really scrutinize that like the fact that we romanticize like young love so much because i had a really good partnership and a really good love and i still am like the amount of people who are like really encouraging us to get married and stuff 
it's kind of irresponsible, guys. Like, <laughs> this would have been a much worse time in my life if we had gotten If you'd married. been married? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's interesting. I feel like there's a lot of that, like, residual, like, like, like this leftover desire that we need to like settle down as quickly yeah. as possible because we're gonna die when we're like 50 like or 60 dysentery. Yeah. yeah like i feel like there's so so much of our culture around dating is like almost still shaped by that i think to a certain yeah. extent because it's just like it's it's just like yeah you find someone great you're gonna settle down mm-hmm. and then it's like not usually the case um but i don't know i think it's also just because there there are like a weird amount of relationships that started young mm-hmm. and like persisted and are good and it's like they're still together and yeah. the funny the thing is too like if we had stayed together i don't think it would have gotten bad um at least not anytime soon but it's just like the reprioritization i guess it's like what Maybe. where are our priorities if if we're really pushing marriage and commitment to really young people i don't know <laughs> yeah I don't know. Yeah, I'll I'll talk about it again in like three months. I'm sure I'll have more. Three months, you'll be married to someone. <laughs> I'm like, guys, I've changed my mind. I eloped. I eloped. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I'd say, Bean, you've done it again, you rascal. <laughs> I wouldn't even be that surprised. I've been so like, yeah, yeah, I'll have more clarity in a while. Yeah. Right now, it's just everything's new and spicy. New and spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that was a pretty massive change pretty that happened. Pretty massive dump I took on my life right there. Wait, I remember now what I was going to say originally. Okay, yeah. Yes. I was going to bring it back to me because I was like, Good. I got really, no, when you guys broke up, I remember I was, I, I mean, I was obviously just like, whoa, that's whoa, a weird change. It was kind of out of nowhere. We weren't like fighting or Exactly. Anything. Like yeah. I didn't, I, there were times when I expected it more. Like, mm-hmm. sir, like, like when you guys were talking about like where to live and stuff, I kind mm-hmm. of expected that more where I'm like, oh, we maybe this will be that. it. Yeah. 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 But no, I think like, like a, like a week afterwards, I really felt myself like genuinely being affected by the oh change because yeah. it is, it's just a massive shift mm-hmm. in our, like how our lives are laid out, you know? And like, yeah, I mean, we have like friends in common. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Like, now I'm not really seeing those friends, which is okay. Yes. Um, but and yeah. It's, you know it's different though time change whatever like mm-hmm. all that stuff but yeah i mean it, it's just too because it's like i knew you guys separately too but then mm-hmm. like yeah at a very impressionable age like you guys got together and mm-hmm. so then it was like i have to now i have to f- sort that out in my brain my little brain cubes I have to figure out where they go now and yeah. that's that was really weird and um honestly it's still I mean, it's just wrapped up in all that fun, like, young adult drama with other friends, too, or, like, there's always issues with, so, there's always, like, an issue with somebody somewhere, yeah. and now it's, like, there's, like, multiple people with different ties. And it's a beautiful we web. to be the source of the drama. I feel like I've really taken the, like, because I was the dumper. Right. Just to be clear. I took a big, chunky dump. <laughs> Bean took a big dump. It was really gross. And so I've really been, like, look. The funny thing is, too, it's not even like one of us has a higher claim to the friend group because we both kind of grew up with people in the group, but Mm -hmm. like separately. Yeah. But I was like, you know, he's already been closer to them in quarantine. I'm already making another network that has more to do with like the city and comedy. So I've really just kind of like I would like to see those friends again at some point, but I've kind of just been like, I'm going to back away. Yeah. Because that's his network now. Yeah. 
Strange. It's like it is like a divorce in some ways. We gotta split up custody of our friends. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, and like a divorce, your kids are sad. Yeah. I'm sorry. And your guys. kid is me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sad, mom. Why did you do this to me? Your father <laughs> was a good person. <laughs> I don't even have anything bad. To say. Yeah. <laughs> it just wasn't it. Yeah. Um. Sorry. This is a big, big old bomb bomb. Uh. <laughs> Most of our podcasts have some bum bums have to some them. Bum bum we like to do that. No, um, but this is a good update. I think it's good to know, you know, because our our lives are shifting in pretty drastic ways. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I just made it to one whole year with somebody, Woo-hoo! which is insane. Because like a year ago, had because we were literally podcasting a year ago. Yes. I I don't think I would have believed you when you're like you're gonna literally date this person for a year and also move to the state for them yes oh god that's so weird it's so i we've already talked about this off cast but like the overlap of us being in committed relationships was pretty just, brief which is like funny. that big yeah which maybe is another reason why i'm sad because it's like yeah. it's fun to be in the same like life circumstance as your best friend no it is because now i'm going through my baby slut phase yes and you're like dude i've been there it was horrible i did my baby slut why couldn't we yeah. be baby, baby sluts together <laughs> could have been baby sluts we could have been baby sluts together god damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's 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 unfortunate but to yeah. be fair i don't know that we've ever truly overlapped that well in our in our it's, yeah, lives it's kind of weird like and we've it's been always like, been somewhere else it's not even like one person has already been ahead like it's just it's different just phases this like weird web of like yeah, yeah growing up where it's like <laughs> you know you're in a cult and i'm not <laughs> when do i get to be in a cult we'll find out Hopefully soon. <laughs> i think that's your next step probably like, i think frankly our relationship won't be equitable until, you have a cult <laughs> until i am yeah yeah no it, it could happen uh-huh. i'm gonna fall like i'm so desperate for a job i'm gonna get sucked into one oh, totally an mlm that turns out to be a little more yeah yeah a little more about the lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I should cut everyone out. <laughs> that sounds good. They're criticizing my knife sales. <laughs> <laughs> my knives. They're so good. See how they cut through a tin can? With enough force. I feel like our first episode we made like a Cutco joke and it just we made a Cutco and like the the essential oils, of course, and oil knives, back. yeah. God, it's so loud outside. I'm sorry, you guys. But if we close the door, it'll become an oven in here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh it's well. really messed up. Bean lured me here, but it's ASMR. Oh, I have this giant apartment all to myself now. Yeah, Bean can't be alone yet. She's still struggling with that. It's rough, dude. <laughs> Oh, would you man. like a body pillow i can get you one yeah okay there are um you know that streamer i like hassan piker yes there's hassan body pillows you should so get I think one I'll get one of those i think I mean, that'll make you feel better i think so yeah. yeah i think that's the next step next step and then turns out you have to like get it from an mlm and it becomes a little too involved i'm cutting people out yeah to get this pillow just to get these pillows and then it's not even fair because i've had two cult experiences i I had zero and you had zero god that's so So upsetting catch the fuck up susan oh my god (laughs) oh my god can't do it can't do it Uh, yeah um i don't know i probably shouldn't talk about my mental state because i'll do it forever the mental state my mental Metal illness. <laughs> Sorry, metal illness. 
my favorite way to talk about mental health. <laughs> you can't take it too seriously if you talk about it like that. No, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, I've been having a really hard time when I lay down in bed. There's a weight on my chest because I think I might have a mental illness. <laughs> 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 Just breaks the tension. Oh, it does. It yeah. absolutely does. Um... Yeah, no, I get it. I get it, though. I mean, listen, this podcast is a great way to just, like, do, like, very small updates on how things are going. It's fun. And then, like, all our friends who already know what's happening are like, huh, huh, learned it from a new set of words. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say, and this is only marginally related, as yes, everything it, I say it, is, it, it, um, but I, I was trying to, like, look up... I think I was trying to look up your exact address, um, oh, nice. like, earlier today. I knew where you lived, but I was like, what is your actual address? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I typed an address onto Facebook Messenger because it, like, will pop up with, like, matches. And yeah. I clicked on yours. And I, what I, I thought I was clicking on your address. But instead, I clicked on a message from February 2020 of you giving me an address to someplace. Whoa. And then I just got lost, like, reading our messages from oh, February 2020. No. It was so interesting. It was like a little time capsule, which I lo- I love that our messages are like so like we just outline everything so explicitly and clearly. It was so interesting. We should maybe we should do an episode where we kind of like we kind of go, go over messages a little bit. Absolutely, because yeah. like February twenty twenty, like I was messaging you about how insecure I was about dating Kevin, the Disney <sighs> adult that cheated on me. And um, you were just doing your best. You're like, listen, like you should just you should talk to him. You should think about it. You know, like it was great. And then we and then we were talking about this comedy show we were going to. And then we were talking about like that was fun. Yeah, Paul Curry at Comedy Underground. Yeah, yeah, in Pioneer Square. That's what we were talking about. We're like, oh god better bring pepper spray <laughs> um but no then i like re- i read up to like i think the middle of march it was so interesting because it was also like right as covid was starting oh to God. hit um yeah it was great it was really it i i don't know it just makes me appreciate having records like that between yeah, people because it's so just like oh that's interesting i think about that so much now that i'm like dating question mark question mark um I'm probably not even ready to get into that. But, like... (laughs) Another day. I just had no frame of reference to help you, you know? And so now I'm like, oh. (laughs) Got it. Got it. This is... Yeah. You can't just talk about this. You can't. I mean, you can, but you You can. You can, but it feels so weird. Yeah. It's... it's, Yeah. It's, uh... Rocky. It's... I feel like it's a good... It helps you understand why in so many movies and TV shows, when the solution is always just talk to them, like, why that very often doesn't happen, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's tough, because I do still believe in, like, talking it out, but also there are some things you just can't, or, like, it's better if you... Especially when you're in that awkward new stage of getting to know someone, like, you don't want to be really intense yeah. all of a sudden. Well, it's just, I think it's interesting because dating always brings up, I think, just some of your deepest insecurities yes. that you have not worked through. Oh, my God. So, if you're, like, a fully, like, self-actualized, confident person, I think talking about certain things, talking about what you want up front, talking about your feelings, talking about all this stuff... Mm-hmm isn't going to be a huge deal it's probably still going to be kind of an ordeal but it's not going to be like soul crushing but like when you aren't those things and you haven't fully gotten through everything when you are in a new stage especially dating someone that you're not like actually on quite the same level with Mm -hmm. it feels like 
impossible to do it's and that's what i was writing about in my messages to you like you're mm-hmm. just like oh you need to talk to him and i was like i know but like, i can't i can't i get it dude. yeah i so, so get it it's interesting but at the same time having been in a relationship now where like it was like right from the get-go it was very easy to talk to him mm-hmm. about like very just like intense things because mm-hmm. we were so quickly on the same page mm-hmm. that also I don't know, informs my understanding of that too, where it's like, I think that those really healthy relationships are in general going to be quite a bit easier. So you can kind of see where I was coming from. Oh, absolutely. I was in a relationship like that. So I was like, just talk to him. Exactly. Um, It's complicated with online dating too, especially now because I like don't want a partner. Right. You're like, stay away from me, but come close. But I'm like, but But stay away. I still have feelings. Um, No, that's crazy. What? So Mm -hmm. I'm like grappling with these I, I I I actually have really come to believe that sometimes you can just want you can just have paradoxical desires. Oh yeah. And that's very frustrating. It's like it I is. don't want a boyfriend but I want this person to be my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. No, it's true. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's so true. And it's mm-hmm. the type of thing where people always be like, What are you talking about? But it's like that's just that's how it works, man. Mm-hmm. It's how it works. That's how it works. So I had a strange night last night, and one conclusion I came to was, like, I need to just focus on my friends. Like, I have since the breakup, I threw myself really quickly into this, like, rebound. Um, That was, like, fun, but definitely just made me kind of fed the, like, post-breakup mania of, like, I'm not going to deal with things. Instead, I'm going to, like, fixate on things that feel good right. in the moment. And then when I don't have those things, I'm going <laughs> like, to oh no. not know what to do with myself. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, well, I don't want to be fixated on this one person I really like. So I'm going to, like, date a bunch of other people. But then I was like, last night I was like, no. <laughs> I need to just, like, see the homies and listen to their problems and stop worrying about me so much. That's my big revelation. I didn't really sleep last night, you guys. So that that's my big. Yeah, beans. Night time beans a wild lady. I'm a w- <laughs> wild thing, right? A wild now. thing. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a good realization. I mean, yeah. I I think that's just like a really healthy way to mm-hmm. start this journey of mm-hmm. being single too, and like kind of adjusting to that because mm-hmm. it's like. I feel like, too, when you're single, it is really important to have networks of very close friends. Yes. You know, it's just, it, it's just another interesting thing that I've noticed, like, having been in, being in a relationship also during COVID was, like, a very weird experience. Because mm-hmm. you, like, truly are, like, each other's person. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I, I think that, like, seeing that now, like, oh, yeah, when I was single and, like, when we were allowed to have close friends and stuff... <laughs> um. That was, like, integral to, like, surviving was just, mm-hmm. like, having people that are this close and you can share some very, like, deep, intimate, you know, stuff with and, like, mm-hmm. emotional, like, compatibility and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a good use of time, certainly. And especially because, like, you'll, you'll get there and you'll, like, get to a point where you're, like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Out. Ready to do. date for more commitment instead of, like, doing hookups but then, like, being like, oh, I really like this person, right. and I don't know how to do hookups because I've only ever done six-year relationships. <laughs> That's <laughs> so all I know. Like, yeah, just, You'll find an in-between. <laughs> yeah, I would like that, I think. Um, 
Yeah. I think that the instinct when you lose something is to, like, replace it. Totally. Instead of sitting with the loss. Like, oh, that's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I said I wouldn't talk about this, so... Listen. We're back. Whatever. To it. You'll have your Carrie Bradshaw face from Sex in the City. That's oh, what I reference. haven't watched Sex in the City. It's not a good show, but okay. I did enjoy it. We should watch it together. We Honestly, that would be fun. Started watching Pretty Little Liars <gasps> again together. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. that oh, my God. So, that was the most healing thing I've done since the breakup. I actually have to agree that like yeah. that's probably one of the best things I've done for myself recently. <laughs> it's just like, let's watch Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars. We watched it. It's funny because last time we watched it, we were still watching it ironically. Oh, yeah. But there's a new... There's a new a layer. New level of understanding as an adult. Yes. How fucked up that show is. No, that is really interesting because we were 17 yeah. when we watched yeah. that last time. Yeah. And, and being 23 now, it's like... It's it's such an interesting show. It's so uh, high quality, I would say. So good. The story, engrossing. Engrossing. The relationships, human. <laughs> that is certainly a word you could use to describe the relationships. The acting, Oscar worthy, absolutely. Man, yeah, so no. Good. We kind of, I feel like we should do a Pretty Little Liar segment on this show where yeah. we just talk about like the big twist that happened in the episodes we just watched. Okay, yeah, next 10 episodes are just Pretty Little Liars recaps. You know, there are podcasts where you like list, like, it's made so that while you're watching a show, you, like, take a break and listen to the podcast. Oh, yeah. And we should do... Actually, that shows. would be really fun. If we, like, pick out some of the more absurd episodes yeah, yeah, and we yeah. do a watch-along. Or that we just so do, fun. like, every like a season recap for each yes. one or something. <gasps> That'd be fun. Trying to, like, actually go over the events that happened yeah, in that we're, season. We're gonna need some... We're gonna need to hit up the wiki. No, abs- I can... I forget immediately what happened. Oh, God. Yeah. There's so many twists. Every episode ends with a twist. <laughs> you go, oh what um i will i will throw out there to begin this this new trend uh-huh. the i knew i this was absurd to me when i started but it's absurd to me now like the the thing where they just get a text when something happens <laughs> in a room that clearly no one could actually see into you know it's like it's like something yes. will happen someone will kiss someone and then they get a text it's like you're a fucking lesbian <laughs> um and like i'm just like you know, I I don't feasibly see how that could be done. They would have to have hidden cameras everywhere. Yeah, which, you know, to be fair, that might have been a plot point. I don't, I remember. don't remember. I don't remember but, a single thing. Um, it, it's also just stupid. <laughs> Everything stuff. But, like, it's so funny. And also, I will say they did do a good job um, developing, like, a reason why they don't go to the cops, which is yeah. that Hannah's mom starts fucking that one cop, and he's a really weird dude. Yeah, that actually, um, that's plotline fully, I forgot about it when I was Oh, yeah. And now I'm like, that's like, might be the most fucked up plotline that there is. Because it's the realist. Because it's It's, the realist, it's just this cop. It's just a cop. It's it's also so weird, because like, sorry, this is going to be so unintelligible for anyone who hasn't seen it. Yeah, sorry guys. But yeah, like. Hannah's mom Hannah shoplifts some sunglasses oh yeah and then two cops show up to her door like two days later and they're like this is what our police funding is for is to like intimidate teenagers who shoplift sunglasses and then the Hannah's mom is like don't worry sweetie I will sleep with the cop but it's not even just that <clears throat> she like brings the cop home while Hannah's just sitting in the room on the couch and then 
her mom is like making out with the cop going at it hard it just keeps hitting these new levels of absurdity i love it and then the cop just hangs out he's just there sorry he's like rifling through hannah's purse and her mom's like like, what are you doing i'll let you rifle through my pussy but i will (laughs) not let you rifle through my daughter's purse that is where i draw the line sir (laughs) oh man it's it's a great show Um, it's really good you know, like, bad TV is fun to watch. But, like, I don't know. Something about a bad TV show that specifically centers around, like, just these girls. These girls. Yeah. Like, teenage girls who were teenagers when we were teenagers. Yes, exactly. Because in, like, early 2010 issues. 2010s. That's our year. It's got those impeccable outfits. Oh, my God. Every outfit is, like, <laughs> it's this eyesore that I forgot existed. <laughs> Like what? tiny vest, stripes, tiny vest. like <laughs> knee socks. Oh yeah, uh, a tie for some reason. Show that you're preppy. So Ties. many hats. So many hats. What really haunts me is when um, a character steps onto screen in a new fit, and there's some part of me that's kind of like, oh yeah, I remember. Like that looks good. Like I remember <laughs> thinking that looks good, and it's still in me. Yep. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. I'm Fashion. You know, fashion always loops around. It'll be back someday. That was a particularly bad one. I mean, I think it is just because that was my cringy years. Right, yeah. But I don't know. I think objectively, you guys... When you see someone wearing a fedora, it simply reminds you of when you wore a fedora, you know? I did. Shut the fuck up. Mr. Garbage Man or something. I don't know. It's a motorcycle or cars. The street I live by, people like street race on it a lot. Um, it's really it's great. Way. It's really annoying. I love street racing in the city. That makes so much sense to me. Yeah, well, if you do it at four in the morning, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a green and white plaid fedora that was also glittery. And I wore this like, I wasn't I mean, I was young, but I was, like, 13, you know? You were old like, enough to know better. This wasn't like I was eight. <laughs> I, okay. And I was like, I'm the shit in this fedora. And my purple tutu. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it would be fun to have, like, a party. Like, a 2010s party. Oh where we, like, go to the thrift store and we just find the best, like, 2010s outfit we can think That's of. That's actually so funny. Right? Yeah. Like. Because it's weird that it wasn't that long ago, but it is the definitive style. It's so definitive. Yeah. I, I got to get some, like, cheap boots. Che- oh, yeah. Those, like, cheap um, uh, uh, combat boots. Yeah. They're, um, like, they're like combat boots for people who can't afford combat boots. Yeah. Me. I feel like they call them, like, moto boots. Like, motorcycle oh, boots or something. Sense. Yeah. they're, like, flimsy. Because basically what I was wanting was docks, but I didn't know that at the time. All I knew was I had a $20 bill and I was at Target. <laughs> And <laughs> they would just be really flimsy. They wouldn't even hold up for a year. No. Which is funny because they're boots. And, like, the whole appeal of boots is supposed to be that they... They last? They last. Oh, my God. I had so many of those. <laughs> I had so many. Oh, yeah. No, they were great. Um, I'm trying to think of what my definitive style was as a as a 20, 2010s teen. Yeah. I feel like in middle school, I had a couple of those, like, vests. Like, I just had some vests. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly, like, like T-shirts with too much going on in them. Oh, and then you, yeah. like, layer them or, like, you wear them under sweaters that clash horrifically. A lot of layering. Yeah. 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 Layering. Uh, you can tell by looking at Disney Channel. That's all oh they did. Oh, my God. Yes. They still kind of do that. I yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they I don't do. I really know what's going on there. Um, 
but yeah i mean it would just be fun to go through pictures too and like mm-hmm. try to like remake those outfits oh my god yeah i know <laughs> i i definitely this was a little bit in the later 2010s but i was definitely did the colored skinny jeans oh god you I had, had to. purple ones and i had red ones yeah 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 skinny jeans like it's funny too because like skinny jeans haven't gone out of fashion per se but for some reason they were so like i felt like you talked about skinny jeans a lot no absolutely it was like the thing that you shit on like i don't know what that is now because i don't hang out with old people but like <laughs> everyone was like ooh, especially men wearing skinny jeans. yes like, oh, men wearing skinny jeans skinny jeans that's i don't even know it's just that thing this is that thing. It's like, it was, do you really think you look better in your Wranglers and fucking Carhartt hoodie? <laughs> like, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a construction worker, of which I am not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I live in the suburbs, but I pretend I'm from the south. <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes. No. Um, 2010 style, absolutely beautiful, so amazing, good. so beautiful. Um, but yeah, so, you know, don't worry, guys. We're going to try to be back a little more regularly. Yeah. Do you want to go back to weekly or should we do I like would, every other week? I feel like we should probably commit to every other week. Okay. But if we can fit in like another one, like do it. We got another siren. Who do you think did it this time? It's probably that. Probably that guy I instigated a fight with in a subway at 4 a.m. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, they're coming for me. Being frequent subways at 4 a.m. now. That's probably a biggest character growth of all. If you want to experience a liminal space, <laughs> might I suggest subway at 4 in the morning? <laughs> I feel so bad for the person that has to work the 4 a.m. subway shift. My God. I could tell they were miserable. Mm. And I'm like, please give me a sandwich. Please, one little sandwich. I'm sorry I'm here. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm here to disrupt tonight. <laughs> one little subway sandwich wouldn't one, hurt. Just one little six inch. Oh, you're out of honey mustard? Scrap the whole thing. <laughs> Scrap it. <laughs> Trash it. I hate you. Start over. I want a ham sandwich now. <laughs> ham. <laughs> and nothing but that. Yeah, you're a ham girl. I always forget. Yeah, I, my favorite flavor is ham. Yeah. When I go to Subway, I don't order it. You don't? What do you order? Um, I order the veggie delight. No meat? No, I typically don't get meat at Subway. That's probably a, a safer option. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's the thing. I, you know, because, like, I started doing that because Brendan and I usually get, uh, like, a Subway sandwich and split it. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I got meat one time and I was like, wait, this is terrible. This mm-hmm. is terrible quality. I don't feel good about eating this because mm-hmm. this poor animal suffered for the shitty sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just do the veggie delight because then it's literally just a salad on bread. That's not that doesn't sound good, but I think it's the optimal way to eat a salad. No forks involved. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting, actually, yeah. because I don't particularly like the process of eating salads. Like salads are good, but they're. it's never distributed the ingredients are never distributed right it's kind of um like a like a like an enrichment activity for people (laughs) like you gotta go around you're like stabbing (laughs) it you never get everything out of the bowl yeah you're like trying to get the optimal amount of like ingredients on each fork and it doesn't work it's great it just takes way too much focus (laughs) yeah Yeah. i'm gonna eat a hot pocket instead exactly Exactly. hot pockets sound good 
Do you have any? No. Damn. Gotta go to the gas station. Your favorite place. Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. That's copyrighted, Susan. Do you think they're gonna flag us? (laughs) 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 They happen to listen to our podcast. Oh shit! (laughs) Did she say Hot Pockets? Yeah, yeah. They might. They might. If they do, honestly, I'd feel really proud. I'd be like, oh shit. Maybe we could get Hot Pockets to sponsor. Oh, dude, that'd be sick. Yeah. I do love Hot Pockets. I do too, and they're so nasty. And I just love them. But I love them. I love them. I like love every them. Every time I eat a ham and cheese hot pocket, I'm like, oh my god. Oh lord, this tastes so good. This is delightful. It's like I'm not. I pretend I'm doing this out of survival, but it's waves of pleasure with, with every bite. You know, <laughs> that's real. That's real. <laughs> Listen, you know what I used to do? Like I don't know. I just periodically throughout my life, I go through these like weird times. But pretty consistently, when I was like living um, at my old place and had my life not together, but like mm-hmm. with the semblance of structure, I don't know. <laughs> I would make a smoothie every single morning. Damn. Like every single morning, I made this like very healthy smoothie. But very often, I would pair it with something like a hot pocket. <laughs> so it was like a perfectly neutral meal. That's good. And it was great. It was like it was. It tasted so good in the morning. Like I would like yeah. look forward to it. Oh yeah. Can't wait to have my morning hot pocket. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> That sounds del- I like genuinely I can't even think of anything fun to say because I just want a hot pocket now. Maybe we'll have to get you a hot pocket after this. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah, guys, I'm committing. It's hot pocket time. Beans manifesting it. I'm gonna actualize this hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I love actualizing things and then just buying them for myself and then <laughs> telling people that they should do the same thing. I'm like the cashier to the cashier. I'm like, this was on my vision board. Just hot pocket. Can you believe this is happening for me? This is such a crazy coincidence. This has been on my vision board for like a week. (laughs) And now it's here. I cannot. The universe is real. What? What did I just say? (laughs) The universe cares about me. That's what I meant. It cares. It cares. I ask and it delivered. Ask and thou shalt receive. Knock and thy door shall be openeth. Okay. On the. I'm cutting you off to ask. <laughs> do you have a vision board? Do you believe in vision boards? No, I don't. Okay. Well, okay. Let me caveat that. Do I think that like if you put a picture on a vision board, the universe is more likely to bring something to you? No. But if you do put a picture of something where you see it, you're probably going to like have that goal more in the forefront of your brain, and you might notice opportunities and things, or think about things in new ways. That'll make it easier for you to achieve that goal. That makes sense. That makes total sense. Um, No, I haven't done a vision board. I remember because you made that like vision like PowerPoint, and you had encouraged me to make one for myself. Well, I mean, I did. Calling that a vision board was kind of a joke. It was mostly just to like get an idea of how I wanted to decorate. You try to backpedal on that one. We know it's a vision board. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I, I do think it's it's a good idea to really try to think and like. Think about what is it that you're trying to achieve. Like yeah, that's, that's a good just, point. Yeah, that's a good activity to do for It brings yourself. you clarity on your goals. Um, and I think that's truly like what vision boards are for. I think that mm-hmm. it was co-opted by Pinterest ladies yeah. to mean something else. But like, like it's just something they do in like art therapy a lot where they're just mm. like, 
cut out some pictures see if you can like make a vision for yourself of what your ideal situation will look like you know one year from now you know i don't do cheesy shit like that enough i got it because i've I been journaling you that's the cheesiest thing i've ever heard of in my whole life i think vision board's the next step yeah 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 absolutely absolutely okay okay so right. maybe we should make vision boards together that'll be fun let's do it be really i don't fun. have like any magazines yeah, those are hard to find. Yeah, I feel like it's easier to make a vision PowerPoint. <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> but that being said, magazines do force you to, like, kind of be more creative and, like, really search for something that, like, perfectly mm-hmm. represents what you want rather than going on Google and being, like, stock photo of woman eating salad. <laughs> <laughs> it's Help. also more, like, t- like, it's cathartic to, like, touch things and work with materials. Right, cut At things up. I find that to be true. Oh, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. No, I almost broke Bean's computer. Having, yeah, it's my fault for having like this weird ass couch desk that I we're sharing. I kicked it. Um, I was trying to lounge coolly, but it did not work. Whenever you try to be cool, you always destroy your surroundings. Literally, that's the truth, and yeah. I need to accept that about myself. Speaking of destroying your surroundings while trying to be cool, I want to <laughs> learn how to dance. Yes. And like, not like swing dance, but like dance at a party. Single dance. What do you I, call that? Party dancing. Part, I don't know. I looked it up. How to party dance? Yeah, I googled how to dance at a party because that's I'm 23. I got mono. I'm ready to learn. <laughs> I'm ready to learn how to dance. Forgot to talk about mono. I got mono. Like. Two weeks after the breakup. Oh, that was great. Um, But anyway, it looked very silly. They were just like, yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad advice. It's like, just learn to keep rhythm. Yeah. And then, like, step to the beat. But I kind of, I really need someone to be like, here's footwork you can do. Right, right. Yeah. Here's what you do with your hands. You're supposed to do with your hands. Yeah. So we should learn how to dance and make vision boards. We should do that all in the same day. We probably could achieve it. It'd be fun. Yeah. Dude, on the day we're going to see Maria Bamford. <gasps> That'd actually be a really fun day. Also, Maybe. somehow feels very appropriate for yes. Maria Bamford. Yes, my mom. I love her. Your mom. I want her to adopt me so bad. Maybe um, she will. If I meet her after the show, I'm like, Maria, can she I have your autograph on, on these stage. adoption papers? Oh, crazy that you signed those and now I'm your daughter. <laughs> That's so wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so vision board. We start with the vision board, and on the vision board, we put pictures of people dancing. dancing. Yep, there we go. We manifest that immediately. <laughs> Boom, <laughs> done. YouTube, We're dancing. <laughs> YouTube dance tutorials. <laughs> we get dressed up in cocktail dresses, and we go see Maria. Maria. Bamford. We worship our queen. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And then we end the night with Hot Pockets. Oh, <laughs> yes. Hot Pockets and, like, barefoot wine. <laughs> Ugh, perfect night. Perfect combo. <laughs> Uh yeah, that that really does take that takes me back to like two years ago of just yeah. like being in my living room eating that exact meal, being like I'm unhappy. I, I, <laughs> I, I am so alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. I think you know it's one meal at a time. Some meals are depression meals. Yeah. some meals aren't. The meals are good. Yeah, it's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, we are at 53 minutes. Whoa. Is there anything else you want to touch on? I This was probably kind of a boring episode, but welcome back. I wish I could. I'm going to make a super cut of you saying that in like every single episode. This what? is probably a boring episode. Susie. It's like two hours long. <laughs> this is probably a boring episode. <laughs> you can make your own really boring episode with just, ep- <laughs> yeah. just clips of me. I'm like, finally, that. Bean was right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um. Anyways, no, this was just a catch up episode. Catch up. This is a chill one. Like, obviously, none of our episodes are ever serious, but we really didn't have like you know any major topic we were talking about. No, we were just yeah. letting you all know what's going on in our lives. Yeah, I'll be less sad next week. I'm betting money on it. Good money. Good money. All the money I have. Yeah. Um, I will probably still be jobless, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Dude, I applied to a barista job, because I'm just like, I don't know. I want a reason to leave my apartment. That's that's a good way that to do it. That isn't to, like, be destructive. And <laughs> to keep taking shrooms. <laughs> gotta get a barista job to interrupt your desire to take shrooms. Uh, listen, you guys. If you're gonna take shrooms by yourself, I'm not opposed to it. But don't do it at one in the morning on an impulse. Yeah. So don't be Bean, basically. Don't be me. Just don't be her. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. I'm gonna... I need a little time. But frankly, like, my life has been really funny. And if it didn't hurt so bad, I'd be able to make jokes about it. Like, when it doesn't hurt as much... Yeah, I get that. I, I can get talk that. about breaking up, then getting mono, then having this rebound, then getting a yeast infection. <laughs> All these really fun impulsively events. Impulsively taking shrimp. <laughs> oh, okay, boy. Guys. Thanks for listening. Give her some time. Give her some time. time. Give me space. Thanks for listening, y'all. See you sometime soon. Soon.